0: They say justice is blind, but my electronic eyes never blink. You can hide in the shadows, but I can see in the dark. You can run, but I'll never give up the chase, and I always get my man. This time, a criminal crew makes Knockout City their playground while an untouchable billionaire thinks himself above the law while floating above the city. It happened like this.
1: And now, a story ripped direct from the files of the Knockout City Police Department. Police Commissioner Chase in The Thrill of the Chase. Tonight's episode High Society Heist. Stay tuned for more, only on Knockout City Pirate
0: Radio. The sun is setting on another rainy day in Knockout City. The rain beats out a staccato rhythm on my windowpane while the city's relentless neon glow peers through the blinds like a nosy neighbor. I'm contemplating a tower of paperwork, as artless and imposing as one of Malcolm Magpie's new skyscrapers, when there's a knock at my door. The sound is timid, tentative, like the feeble apology that follows.
2: Uh, sorry, Police Commissioner Chase? I I don't mean to bother you.
0: The Rookie hovers in my doorway, clutching yet more paperwork to his chest. This job used to be about footwork, not paperwork. Where did it all go wrong?
2: I, uh, I have some documents for you to sign.
0: I fix him with my robotic eyes, and he blushes. If you looked up Rookie in the dictionary, this is who you'd see staring back at you. A freshly pressed uniform, newly trimmed to regulation haircut, and an attentive but scared look in their eyes.
2: A rookie, eh? Well, you could have fooled me. I'm new. Fresh out of basic training. I'm in data entry. In the basement.
0: Data entry. I remember my long nights down there. Being stuck on the bottom floor and reading about all the excitement in the streets. How times have changed. Now I'm on the top floor reading about all the excitement in the streets. All right. Give him here. I'll get to him later.
2: Sure, of course. It's just. Well, I was wondering if you could approve my squad car requisition. Now, uh, please. M- ma'am, I was entering incoming reports into the system and, well, I think I noticed something.
0: You noticed something, eh? A fresh-faced rookie from Data Entry noticed something.
2: You're, you're right. It's nothing. It's impossible, even. There's no way the Red Hand crew is back in Knockout City. Sorry for bothering you.
0: I snapped to attention. Toppling the precarious paperwork onto the floor. The Red Hand Crew. I haven't heard that name in years. Could they be back? Could she be back? The Red Hand Crew. Last I knew, they dissolved back into the shadows after the infamous Pink Fairy Diamond job. What makes you think they're back?
2: Well, there are whispers on the street. Easy to ignore, but then... Someone stole a limousine from Regal Motors and, well... This was found in its place. The rookie cautiously
0: hands me a playing card, as if it was a bomb ball with a short fuse. The Queen of Clubs. I flip the card over and I see it. On a black background is a red handprint print in the shape of the letter R. The calling card of the Red Hand crew. She's back. She's down there, somewhere in the city, and I'm up here, stuck behind this desk. With a flurry of movement, I stuff the card into my pocket and grab my coat and hat. I'm halfway to the door when I remember the rookie standing there with their mouth half open staring at me. If the Red Hand crew is back in Knockout City, we gotta find them while the finding's good. It's time we both got out from behind our desks and hit the streets. So, are you coming? But what about all this paperwork? Leave it. For tonight, at least, the paperwork can wait.
3: Thank you for waiting. Sorry about the delay, but my audience demanded an encore, and I always give them what they want.
4: Yeah, you've been on a good show. But time is money, and I'm a little short on change. So get to the point. I've got to get back to the holonet. I've got algorithms to assemble and viruses to validate.
1: And I've got a brawl in an hour. i still got to oil <coughs> my joints.
3: Well, no time for beating around the bush, then. My name
4: is Voxanne Valentine, the leader of the Red Hand Crew. The Red Hand Crew? Whoa, lady, I don't know what you heard, but I'm a legitimate businesswoman. So, you had nothing to do with
3: the Perennial Lab's ransomware attack? Or the rounding era virus that funneled untold
4: holobucks to an encrypted, off-planet account? Or the- All right, all right, you did your homework. But I only steal from people who can't afford it, and I'm discreet about it. Figure what they don't know can't hurt them. But someone does know about you, don't
3: they? There was one man who caught you with your fingers in his virtual cookie jar, and now he's got those dexterous digits working for him. But
1: what about me, ma'am? I ain't no criminal. I'm just a humble underground robot brawler fighting in rig matches designed to launder money for various illicit interests. Oh, wait. Maybe I am a criminal. But you didn't
3: used to be. You were a personal security bot, weren't you? You rose in the ranks, and the higher you got, the dirtier you got. Until one day, it got too much for you and you tried to quit, but your employer held your kill code above your head and has been forcing you to continue to do his dirty work.
1: What about you, ma'am? You know all our dirty secrets. What about your own?
3: Oh, Muggsy boy, my secrets are so dirty they'd make you blush.
1: I lack the capacity to blush, but I think I get your meaning.
3: I was doing my thing. Singing at galas and swanky parties, working the room. You know, kiss the countess's hand while slipping a ring off her finger. Slow dance with a duke and lift his fingerprints at the same time. Child's play. Until one day, I slipped my hand into the wrong pocket, and when it came out, it had a golden chain around the wrist. A chain
4: that leads back to our mutual manager. Look. I think I'm putting the ones and zeros together here. We're all talking about the same guy, right? Malcolm Magpie. Ring-a-ding-ding. Give the woman a prize. (laughs) you think we haven't tried to wiggle out from under Malcolm Magpie's thumb? Get real, lady. If I've
3: learned anything in this life, the harder you try to pull away from an unwanted dance partner, the stronger they hold on. So we won't pull away. We'll push in, we'll get closer, We get into his inner circle, find where he's keeping the dirt on us, destroy it, and we're out, baby. It's a simple four-person job, and I
4: need each of you to pull this off. Four-person job? With you, me, and this bucket of bolts, I count three. Who's the fourth? The fourth member is shy, but trust me, the Shadow is
3: the best of the best. I don't know who they are, or what Magpie has on them, but they're on board. So, are you in, or are
1: you out? I was programmed to do what the boss tells me to do, and right now, you're sounding an awful lot like the boss to me. I'm in.
4: Why do I feel like I'm gonna regret this? But yeah, yeah, I'm in. Allow me to make it official, then. Welcome to the Red Hand Crew. (laughs) Look at us. A femme fatale, a hard-luck hacker, and a rusty robot all going after Magpie. We're gonna draw some serious heat. If by that you mean Police Commissioner Chase, don't worry about her.
3: I've danced with her plenty of times before, but this time, I'm the one who will be leading.
1: Never been part of a crew before.
3: You're gonna be a natural, Mugsy. I got a good feeling. The four of us... We're going to make some beautiful music together.
0: The city at night is a beautiful thing to behold. The neon light shines off the glittering skyscrapers and deep shadows are cast over the rough edges, hiding all the dirt and the cracks. However, with these eyes of mine, I can see in the dark,
2: so I see it all. The glamour... And the grime. The way you handled yourself back there was incredible. What's that? You walked into that brawler club with no fear and demanded answers. Seemed like everyone in there would have jumped at the chance to be the one who KO'd police commissioner Chase. And you were cool as a cucumber the entire time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, if you want to make it in this job, you got to get tough. The harder you are, the more these things just bounce right off of you. You can't let anything or any one in.
2: Wow. You know, you're the reason I joined the KO City PD. I saw you on the holonet, up there with the mayor when he was addressing the city and and someone KO'd him. You took charge when chaos broke out. You were the calm in the storm, it was inspiring. I wanna be just like you. All right, enough talk. You wanna be like me? Watch and learn. This is
0: The Lamplight the toughest brawler bar in the city. I haven't been here in years, not since my old brawler days. I want you to stay vigilant, stay close, and stay quiet.
2: You used to be a brawler?
0: This is Knockout City, kid. Everyone used to be a brawler. Walking towards the door of the lamplight, I switch my eyes to low light mode and begin recording. I grab the door handle and take a second to prepare myself. But nothing could have prepared me for who was standing in the spotlight on the main stage her dress reflecting glints of light like stars in the night sky and she's the center of the universe. She looks up and meets my eyes and begins to sing.
5: Catch me if you can. Watch me slip right through your hands. Catch me if you can. The chase is.
2: Chase? Chase? Police Commissioner Chase? You all right? You look like you've seen a ghost. By the time I've recovered with little composure I
0: can, the spotlight's been killed and the stage is empty. I hear a familiar tinkling laugh. (laughs) And make a beeline towards it, like a child chasing an ice cream truck. Voxanne Valentine, you're under arrest.
3: Why, Commissioner Chase, is that all you have to say to me after all these years? You have the right to remain silent. (laughs) Oh, Chase, you know as well as I that remaining silent is an impossibility for me. These lips of mine are always getting me in trouble. Speaking of which, my lips are parched. Why don't I wet my whistle here and you take the mic? Been a while since I've heard you sing.
2: You sing?
0: I don't sing. She used to sing. Why don't you sing, then? What are you doing back in Knockout City? What's the score? You really do cut to the chase, don't
2: you? Ms. Valentine, if you're mixed up in the Red Hand crew, we can help you.
3: Who's your pet, Chase? They're cute. Why don't you go get me another drink
0: and let the adults do the talking? Voxanne laughs and squeezes the rookie's cheek. He stands there, mentally short-circuiting, trying to decide if he wants to arrest Voxanne Valentine or ask her to dance. I know the feeling. I swear, I can see the smoke pouring out of his ears as he walks towards the bar to get her drink.
4: That was cruel, Vox. Oh, I'm just having fun. Right, friends?
0: Right as rain, Miss Valentine.
1: A little fun
0: never hurt anyone. All right, well, consider me the fun police. I'm shutting this place down and taking everyone in for questioning. Starting with you and your two bandmates here. I reach for my trusty cage ball when the rookie appears at my shoulder carrying three drinks. He knocks into me, spilling them all down my jacket.
2: Oh, Commissioner, I'm so sorry. Let me help you. As the rookie
0: fusses about with napkins, I look up and see that Voxanne and her crew are gone. I'm so sorry. She just... and then I just... I couldn't... Don't worry about it. She has a way of getting people to do what she wants. Trust me. I know. I taste the liquid dripping off my fingers. Heist tea, on the rocks with a splash of cherry charge-up. She only orders this drink when she's about to do a job. Whatever she's up to, it's going down tonight. I sprint for the door, just in time to see a top-of-the-line Regal Motors limousine speed off into the night sky. Come on, rookie. Get in the car. You drive. She's up to something, and we gotta stop her. Follow that car! It's
4: right behind us. I thought you said Commissioner Chase wouldn't be a problem. Oh, I'd never say something that foolish. What I said was I'd handle her. All right, we're here. Concussion yard. Get going, you metal me-head. I don't like being back here. Not after Magpie made me hack that pirate radio fundraiser. These kids didn't deserve that.
3: Hacks, take the limousine up and keep it idling. I'll keep Chase busy down here.
0: Freeze, Voxanne
3: Valentine. Why, Commissioner Chase, what a coincidence running into you twice in one
0: night. What are you doing here?
3: Oh, I don't know. Just felt like a late night stroll, I suppose. There's something about seeing these cold, underappreciated machines working through the night that reminds me of you.
1: Job's done, Miss Valentine. One industrial strength giant magnet
2: at your service.
3: Delightful.
2: Hey, put that down. That's property of magpie construction.
3: That's stealing. Nothing gets past you, does it, sugar?
2: The
0: rookie reaches for his cage ball and throws it at Voxan before I can stop him. It's a good throw, but Voxanne catches it easily. She may act like a pampered princess, but she's a serious brawler underneath it all.
3: Oh, a cage ball? For me? Thank you. But it clashes with my earrings. Here, have it back.
0: With the flick of her fancy wrist, she launches the cage ball back at the rookie. Commissioner! Help me! Stop rolling around and let me pick you up! As the rookie rolls around like a drunk armadillo, I hear the familiar sound of a sniper ball locking onto me. Up in the construction lights! Their limousine is hiding in the glare! My electronic eyes take a moment to adjust to the brightness. It's a moment too long. I take the sniper ball square in the jaw and go flying back into a vat of freshly poured cement.
3: Well, this has been fun, but I really must be going. I have an invitation to keep. Let's go, Muggsy. Hold on tight,
0: Miss
1: Valentine.
3: Oh, such strong hands. Don't be jealous, Chase.
0: (laughs) Boxanne, wherever you go, whatever you do, I will find you. You can run, but I will chase you, and I will catch you. I'm betting on it. Struggling to move in the heavy concrete. I watch as magnet, robot, and dame all lift up into the air, the magnet attaching to the underside of the waiting limousine with an ear splitting clang. As the vehicle rises, something flutters to the ground and settles in the concrete in front of me. It's a Queen of Spades playing card with a red hand printed on the back. There's Rich, and then there's Magpie Rich. Like his namesake, Malcolm Magpie has spent his life chasing after shiny things. He's drunk deep from the cup of Midas. But from my experience, that's a thirst that can never be quenched. Malcolm Magpie doesn't know the meaning of the word subtle. He's put his gilded M on everything from skyscrapers and luxury vehicles to cutting-edge dodge brawler gear. Now he's gone and signed his name in the clouds, too, in the form of a luxury yacht stationed high above Knockout City. He calls it the Lap of Luxury. I call it an ostentatious ego trip. The rookie and I have been standing in an overly decorated waiting room of the lap of luxury, listening to the slow pendulum swing of the gilded grandfather clock tick by each second of the 20 minutes Malcolm Magpie has kept us waiting outside his office.
2: Do you think he's making us wait on purpose? It's
0: almost 10 p.m. Hard to say. Either he's trying to punish us for letting the Red Hand crew steal that magnet, or he's honestly just a very busy man. And if I know Malcolm Magpie, he ain't honest.
4: Police Commissioner Chase, Mr. Magpie will see you now.
0: It's about time. Come on, officer.
4: I'm afraid not. Mr. Magpie only requested to see you, Commissioner Chase.
0: Is that so? Anything he has to say to me, he can say in front of my partner. P-partner? I walk up to the hand-carved double doors and place my face in front of the identity scanner. Malcolm Magpie is very careful who he lets into his private rooms, and I'm one of the lucky few he trusts enough to have security access.
4: Please hold still
3: for biometric, facial, and retinal scan.
0: The lasers dance across my face for a moment, irritating my electronic eyes. And then I hear the lock on the door click open.
3: Security scan complete. Welcome, Police Commissioner Chase.
0: Stepping into one of Magpie's offices always comes with a sharp culture shock. Like being slapped in the face by a velvet glove. The smell of freshly polished furniture. The plush carpeting practically hugging your feet. The gold detail work glinting in the warm glow from a fireplace bigger than most apartments down in the city. And standing in the middle of it all, flanked by two hulking security bots, is Malcolm Magpie. A tall, rail-thin gentleman with perfectly combed hair. A perfectly tailored black suit and a perfectly practiced sneer designed to let you know that he is the one in charge. The kind of sneer he's aiming right at me. Commissioner
1: Chase, get in here! And who is this you've brought with you? Is it bring your child to work day?
2: Mr. Magpie, it is an honor to meet you. The rookie steps forward and offers his
0: hand for a handshake. Magpie's security bots tense up as the rookie inches closer. Magpie, seemingly startled by the intrusion into his personal space, takes a step back and stares at the hand... With a single raised eyebrow.
1: Yes, I bet it is. Anyway, to the matter at hand, you let three criminals escape with my magnet. Do you have any idea how expensive those are? One, show
0: them the invoice. The security droid to his right picks up a stack of papers from his desk and holds them out for us to read. I haven't seen that many zeros since that hacker took over the city last year. I can assure you, We are doing everything in our power to find the culprits and return your property.
1: Were you doing everything in your power to stop them a few hours ago? Or were you too busy going for a little swim in concrete? Find the culprits, find my magnet, and find yourself a babysitter. Now, if you'll excuse me, all this unpleasantness is giving me a migraine.
0: We leave Magpie's office, and I can see something is eating at the rookie. Stepping off the elevator on our way to the parking bay, he finally
2: pops. Why did you let him talk to you like that? You're Police Commissioner Chase. You're the best cop in the whole city. He's just some rich jerk from Ball Street. Listen here, rookie.
0: I am sworn to protect all citizens of Knockout City, even him. I'm not above the law, and I'm not above paying for my mistakes. You want to be like me someday? Well, take notes. It isn't about me. The way people talk to me, the way they treat me, the way they cross the street when they see me. If someone is meeting me, it's because they're having one of the worst days of their life. Don't make it personal.
2: I don't know if I can do that. I'm still a human. I still have emotions. I still have a soul.
0: Kid, if the eyes are the windows to the soul, I boarded mine up years ago. I turn from the rookie, already regretting blowing up at him. I quicken my pace back to the car. When I hear it, a familiar tinkling laugh, just audible over the gentle strings of classical music. Voxanne! <laughs> I run towards the laugh and find myself in the middle of a charity gala. Voxanne Valentine is there in a knee length dress dripping with diamonds, surrounded by a crowd of partygoers hanging on her every word. And standing next to her is a laughing and smiling Malcolm Magpie. And there it
3: was. The pink fairy diamond. The biggest diamond I had ever seen on display at the Globe Museum. Do you remember what I said to you, Magsy? I said, if diamonds are a girl's best friend, I believe I just found my soulmate. Anyway, it was shortly after that that very diamond was stolen by the Red Hand crew. Ah, speaking of crime, it's our very own police commissioner come to the party. This makes three times in one
0: night.
1: Ah, Commissioner Chase, so good to see you. Please grab a drink, have some food, enjoy yourself.
0: Standing there with Malcolm Magpie and Voxanne Valentine, both acting like the last three hours never happened, set my head spinning. Voxanne, stunning as always, with all eyes on her. Magpie standing a little apart from the crowd, but laughing and cheering along with Voxanne's stories. Ms. Valentine? Mr. Magpie? I'm glad your migraine didn't prevent you from attending the party. By what?
1: Oh, yes. I wouldn't miss this little shindig for anything. Especially if it means I get to speak with Voxy here. So charming, so vivacious.
3: So bored. <laughs> Magsy, you simply must dance with me.
0: Boxan reaches for Malcolm Magpie's hand, but he steps back quickly. Ah,
1: I'm afraid I must decline, My apologies, Voxy. But please, don't let me stop you. It's a party after all. Oh, Magsy, you're no fun anymore.
3: Well, you won't deny me a dance, will you, Commissioner?
0: Voxanne Valentine makes eye contact with the band and winks, then grabs my hand and pulls me to the dance floor. She has a way of getting people to do what she wants.
3: Ugh, thank goodness you showed up. Now we can
0: have some real fun. You seem like you're having a great time chumming it up with old Magsy, was it? You think I won't arrest you right here and now? Don't be like that. Can't we just have a nice dance? If you think you're getting away from me again, you better think twice. I pull her closer to show her I mean business. I've got you right where I want you. Oh, do you now? Ugh, not like that. You know
3: what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean, but do you know what you mean? Or what you want?
0: Quick, everyone is watching. Give me a twirl. What I want is for you to give this life up. You're a smart, talented, beautiful woman. You shouldn't be spending your life among the criminals and lowlives of the city. Oh,
3: Chase, you big lug. That's what I want for you, too. Now dip me.
0: As I go in for the dip, all eyes in the ballroom are on us. The diamond in the rough and the cold-blooded cop. Face to face with Boxanne after all these years. All the cat and mouse games. The stolen property mixed with stolen touches. After all this time, I finally have her in my hands.
3: So, what do you say? I'll give it up if you give it up. Seriously? Dead serious.
0: I... I... Vox, I can't...
3: Oh, Chase. I know. I should have given up holding my breath over you a long time ago.
0: Speaking of which... Voxanne unwraps her hand from the back of my neck and reaches into her purse. She pulls out a small, diamond-studded gas mask and slips it over her red lips. You, on the other hand,
3: might want to hold your breath.
0: Knock out gas! I drop to my knees as I inhale a lungful of the sickly green gas. Through the haze, I see Vox running for the balcony joined by her crew.
1: Now that's a mega-KO!
0: Did you get Magpie's flight logs? got out of here on this hollow drive.
4: <laughs> Thanks to your distraction, no one noticed a thing. Great. Let's shake a leg. This party is dead.
0: I see the trio jump off the balcony and pull out their gliders. My lungs strain as I try to give chase, then fall over. On the ground in front of me is a playing card. The Queen of Diamonds with a red hand printed on the back. As I lay there, my vision going dim, I see a lone figure standing within the gas. It's Malcolm Magpie, laughing to himself as if he's just heard the funniest joke in the world. I'm still lying on the floor when I come to. The knockout gas has dissipated, but the atmosphere is still plenty toxic. Magpie is seen to that. Not only has he changed back into his black suit at some point, he's also changed out of his more jovial demeanor.
1: That's twice, twice, Commissioner Chase, that these criminals have slipped through your fingers carrying my property! And what's this I hear? You were dancing with the leader of the Red Hand crew? Have you been compromised, Chase? What do they have on you?
0: I fix him with a steely glare and ignore his question, just like he's ignoring my outstretched hand. Don't bother, I'll help myself up. Then maybe you can tell me why you weren't knocked out like everyone else. What are you talking about? Oh,
1: yes. Well, I guess I'm made of sterner stuff, Commissioner.
0: And why was Boxanne Valentine even at the party? She's here to be the life
1: of the party, to work the room, make sure everyone is having a good time. A happy investor is a happy bottom line. How was I to know she's a criminal? Now, enough hanging around here. Get out there and do your job for once in this
0: miserable night. Driving away from the lap of luxury, we descend down below the clouds and back into the rain. I don't bother to roll my window up. After the night I've had, the cool water splashing my face is just what the doctor ordered. What I wouldn't give to trade my metal eyes for metal lungs right about now. So, what's next? There is no next, kid. I've been beat up, yelled at, knocked out, and made a fool of twice in front of the whole city.
2: Stick a fork in me. I'm done. What? You're giving up? But you had her!
0: Yeah, I had her. I had her in my hands. But she escaped. Or I let her go, can't tell anymore. Either way, Magpie is right. I'm compromised, I made it personal. So just take me back to my desk where I belong.
2: Fine, you want out, you're out. But if you'll remember, it was my case to begin with. So sure, I'll take you back. But first, I have to check up on a lead. Lead, what lead? Give it up,
0: there are three steps ahead of us on this one and I'm tired of dancing. The rookie accelerates down an alley and comes to an abrupt stop at the docks. That lead. I follow the rookie's finger as he points out the front windshield. Between the intermittent wiping of the blades, I see it, illuminated by the patrol car's headlights. The stolen Regal Motors limousine, parked outside a rundown fish processing warehouse. I scramble out of the car and rush up to the limo. The engine is still warm. I slip into the warehouse and the smell of fish hits me like a truck. My lungs aren't quite ready for this. I stumble forward, coughing. (coughs) Rookie, you here? (coughs) Right behind you. It's dark in here, and getting darker by the second. The shadows deepen and lengthen. I can barely focus. My eyes would water if they could, but instead they just static. My vision switches through various light modes. Low light, no light, black light. And that's when I see it. Drawn in fluorescent paint on the wall, a red hand with a letter R in the palm, and written in the familiar swirly handwriting of Voxanne Valentine is a message literally from my eyes only. Watch. Your. Back. The realization hits me at the same time as the cage ball. I fall to the ground with a clank. I look up to see the rookie standing behind me, grinning. What is the meaning of this? When I get out of here, I'm going to bring the full extent of the law down on you!
3: The law, Chase? We're not interested in the law. The law is just words. Words written down by men, used by the rich to maintain power. People like Malcolm Magpie. The law is on his side, therefore so are the law enforcers. As long as he doesn't break the law, as it was written, he can't be touched. No, we're not interested in the law. We're interested in justice. Vox,
0: whatever you're thinking, don't
3: do it! Oh, Chase, I've already done it. I just need to finish it. All right. Shadow, it's time for you to slip into something a little more... useful.
0: I turned to look at the rookie and see their body slowly fade out, leaving a shadow version of themselves behind. Their form changes and shifts. They become taller. Their hair grows longer before tying itself into a tight bun behind their head. Their clothes coalesce into the regulation uniform of the police commissioner of
2: Knockout City. I told you when I first First met met you, Chase, Chase, I
0: wanted wanted to be be just like you. I gaze into the void, and the void gazes back, with a perfect replica of my own iron eyes.
4: Alright, we're coming up on our destination in a minute. Everyone ready? But we're in the middle of the ocean. Are you sure you decoded the location from the flight logs correctly? I'm not sure I decoded them correctly. Lady, they were decoded with a KO3 encryption cipher. I had to spoof the holobit generator and run a few billion instances of Nikki 9 doors to even find the correct port to install my custom data-do v-script onto. Not to mention the couple million gigabytes of garbage data I had to sort through and purge. Sounds complicated. Nah, it was a piece of cake. We're here.
1: Yeah, but where is here?
4: All of Magpie's
3: dirty little secrets are kept here, on this small island in the middle of the ocean, far away from prying eyes. Now, Shadow, if you'd be so kind and use those borrowed eyes of yours to pry open the
0: door, it would be my pleasure.
1: I still can't believe we got Commissioner Chase to help us with this job.
0: No, you
4: dimwit. That's not Chase. That's the Shadow in disguise.
1: Sure looks like Chase to
3: me. That's the point, Mugsy. Magpie's security system uses a series of biometric safeguards, one of which is a full face and retinal scan. Police Commissioner Chase is one of the lucky few to be granted top security
0: clearance. I needed to observe Chase up close in order to get the details perfect enough to fool Magpie's scanners.
3: Please hold still for biometric facial and retinal scan. Security scan complete. Welcome, Police Commissioner Chase. Easy peasy, one-two-three-z.
4: I knew I liked that face for a reason. Yeah, speaking of which, what's the deal with you and Chase? What do you mean? Don't play dumb. We could have done this job a thousand different ways that were easier than buddying up with Chase and almost getting caught.
1: Yeah, if all you needed was her face, I could have got that for you.
4: Jeez, mugshot! shot. What? What'd I say?
3: Chase and I are a long story best told in front of a jury of my peers. We met on the job, you could say. She was a bright-eyed beat cop and I was a dirty-fingered thief, boosting cars for a living. I was working on jump-starting a brand-new chrome trailblazer when she grabbed me. Startled, I crossed the wrong wires and the engine overheated and exploded. The dashboard protected me, but Chase... She was looking right at it when it popped. I sat with her in the back seat of that smoking wreck, holding her hand and telling her it was all going to be okay, even though every instinct was telling me to run. When the paramedics showed up, I slipped away. The newspapers dubbed me the leader of the Red Hand Crew because of a single red handprint that was left behind on the car door. That was the first time I ever escaped from Police Commissioner Chase. Miss Valentine?
0: This is it. The last door.
3: Enough opening, old wounds. I'd much rather open this door and finish the job. Muggsy, still got that magnet?
1: Right here, Miss Valentine.
3: Splendid. Let's go teach Malcolm Magpie what happens when you mess with the Red Hand crew.
0: Boxanne and her crew are three maximum security doors deep when I finally catch up. The tracking device I planted on their limo back at the warehouse led me right to them. The shadow is opening the final door when I decide enough is enough. Freeze right there! You're all under arrest. Drop your weapons and ball up on the ground. And you, shadow, wipe my face off your face. What the... what is
3: she doing here? (sighs) Ah, Chase, what a pleasant surprise. That makes four times in one night. I'm beginning to think you're doing this on purpose. Enough talk, Voxanne. Oh, I agree. What's that old saying? Show, don't tell. Security scan complete. Welcome, Police Commissioner Chase. Let me be the first to welcome you to... The Brain
0: Trust. As the doors open, I feel the pressure in the room change. These doors haven't been opened in a long time, and Magpie spent a lot of money to keep it that way. Inside is a brightly lit room filled with blinking computers, worrying hollow drives, and a monolithic mainframe. And standing in the middle of it all, wearing a black suit and a seething sneer, is Malcolm Magpie.
1: What is the meaning of this? Foxan? what are you doing here? You are trespassing on private property, and I demand you leave immediately before I call the police!
3: Don't waste the dime, Malcolm. You see, the law is already here.
1: Ah, Commissioner Chase, finally do your job and place these criminals under arrest! Wait a minute, why are there two of you?
0: It's It's a a long story.
1: What's all the shouting about, my good man?
0: A voice from another room calls out, and this strange scene gets even stranger as another Malcolm Magpie walks in. He takes one look at us and beams a toothy smile that almost outshines his blue and white porcelain suit.
1: Ah, oh, Voxy, my dear, so good to see you. Come in, come in, make yourself at home. I see you brought some friends. Oh, and two commissioners, Chase, as well. The more the merrier, I always say. <laughs> oh, I think I've been hitting the head one too many times. I'm seeing double. You fool, go back inside. Nonsense! You can't throw a party without me! This isn't a party! It's a break-in!
0: Are they going to hurt us? Now I'm saying triple! From under a desk crawls yet another Malcolm Magpie. This one wearing a purple suit and a frightened look on his face.
4: What in the world is going on
3: here? I'll tell you. These are holograms of Malcolm Magpie. Well, aspects of him... Each one splintered off the original Malcolm magpie, each one used for a different reason.
0: As Voxan speaks, more and more magpies come out from behind the whirring computers. Each magpie slightly different from the next. One crying uncontrollably, one vibrating with excitement, one yawning and stretching as they all stumble towards the center of the room.
3: When he needs to enter a harsh negotiation, he uses his anger...
1: I will sue you for all your worth.
3: When he needs to rub shoulders with investors at a fancy party, he uses his joy.
1: Now it's a party. We should get a conger line going. Come on. But why would you do this to yourself? That is none of your business. Oh, why does anyone do anything?
3: (laughs) Don't bother asking them. They can't tell you. But he can.
0: What? No! Don't look at me! Please, just leave me alone! It was fear, wasn't it? But fear of what? What would possess you to abandon your body?
1: Yes! Yes! All right! I was afraid! I found... I found... Shut up, you fool! I found a gray hair!
0: A gray hair? Is that it? Is that it?
1: Is that it? It starts with gray hairs, and then what's next? A wrinkle? Was I supposed to just stand by and watch my body age? Watch it turn gray?
0: Watch it wither? Watch it die? No! Wither and die? Malcolm, I think I'm older than you. This is a huge overreaction. Getting older is a part of being human.
1: Then I reject humanity! I have spent my entire life winning, and now you expect me to lose to this... Body! Lose my hair, lose my eyesight, lose my hearing! What is the point of being the richest man in Knockout City if I can't indulge in a little pay to win? Well, Magsy,
3: old boy, consider this an end to your winning streak. Turn on the magnet, Mugsy.
0: With a gentle flip of a switch, the construction magnet is turned on. Warning alarms start blaring and lights begin to flash. The magnet slides across the polished floor and magnetizes to the side of the mainframe. Images of magpie bank accounts appear in the air in front of us. The magpies watch in horror as each and every one is slowly drained to nothing.
1: My money! Stop this at once! If I could touch you, I'd strangle you!
0: Millions and millions of hollabucks stream out of the cracks in the mainframe and blip out of existence in the magnetic field.
1: No! 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 This is my worst fear! Kill me if you must, but don't take my money!
0: With the last of the magpie bank account seemingly wiped to zero, the magnet's power is increased, embedding itself deeper into the mainframe, cracks forming on the ceramic shell.
3: Now, with the appetizer finished, we move on to the main course. If this mainframe is his cold, black heart, then every magpie industries built camera, cell phone, and television are the eyes and ears of Malcolm Magpie. Every device listening, recording, and transmitting data back to this server.
1: Or perfectly legal. It's in the license agreement. You all agreed to it.
3: And what does he do with all this data? He uses it to extort people into doing his dirty work. People like us. Now that he's an intangible hologram, we became Malcolm Magpie's hands. He'd use us like he'd use countless other poor saps by dangling, incriminating information over our heads.
0: On the screen flashes evidence of an off-planet bank account owned by Harley Hacks Hackett. Deleted. A top-secret perennial labs report describing an accident with a particle accelerator that bombarded a scientist with anti-photons. Deleted. The kill codes to a decommissioned magpie security bot. Deleted. Photos of Boxanne Valentine stealing the Pink Fairy Diamond from the Globe Museum. All deleted, along with a million other incriminating documents used by Malcolm Magpie to maintain his power. With a thunderous boom, the magnet crunches into the mainframe's outer casing, exposing the inner core. And nestled inside, buried among the wires and capacitors, is a glass jar with a small glistening lump inside of it. And this,
3: this ugly little lump of wrinkly gray matter, this is Magpie's brain.
0: The magnet lurches forward and clangs against the side of the jar. The Magpie holograms glitch and stutter.
1: What are you doing? Stop this at once. Aha, I say, is this a new dance move? We're all going to
0: die. One by one, the Magpie holograms turn to static and flash out of existence. The building shakes. Flames and sparks shoot out of the mainframe.
1: Chase, help me! I can feel my mind go.
0: The frightened magpie hologram screaming in my face glitches and disappears. Through the cloud of ones and zeros, I see Box and the rest of her crew heading for the door. Box, where are you going? Shut it down! You're killing him. This party is dead, and I don't plan on dying with it.
1: Oh, Box, you don't leave now. I just want to check out.
0: I race over, narrowly avoiding a falling ceiling tile, and grab Voxanne by the wrist. I can't let you go. I don't want you
3: to, but you can't hold on to me while also holding on to the city. A city that doesn't love you back. They say you see everything. After all this, can't you see that I'm right? Forget it, Chase. It's Knockout City.
0: Vox, you played me like a fiddle from the start.
4: Oh, Chase. I only showed you the notes. You played yourself. Miss Valentine, we gotta leave. This place is coming down around our ears.
1: I ain't got no ears.
4: This has been fun, but my ride's here. There's an extra seat in the limo if you want to come.
0: An explosion from the mainframe shakes the room. A giant fissure splits the floor in half. Her on one side and me on the other. It slowly grows, pushing us apart. I strain to keep a hold on her. I'm losing my grip. I either hold on and pull us both into the pit, or I let go. Foxanne, wherever you go, whatever you do, I will find you. You can run, but I will chase you and I will catch you. I'm betting on it. I let go and run into the flaming heart of Malcolm Magpie. A final, furious magpie hologram is standing there desperately trying to grab his brain, but his hologram hands keep passing through it.
1: Chase, you miserable excuse for a police commissioner! You let her go, you will live to regret this!
0: I grab the capsule with magpie's fragile brain cradled inside and pull. The metal groans as one by one the screws and connectors and wires pop out of their sockets. Not
1: a day will go by that you won't think of this moment and realize it was the single stupidest decision you have ever made in your life!
0: Yeah! Tell me something I don't know. I yank the capsule clear of the mainframe and the magpie hologram blips away, leaving me alone. Standing in the middle of a broken heart holding the brain of the richest man in Knockout City in one hand, and in the other, a Queen of Hearts playing card with a red hand on the back. The sun is rising on Knockout City. Beams of light stream through my window and warm my skin like a lover's touch. I'm back behind my desk, trying to sum up the last twelve hours, but my typewriter is silent. Malcolm Magpie, wiped clean by the very crew of criminals he was extorting into doing his dirty work. The criminals I let escape in the name of justice. Justice that left Malcolm Magpie penniless bodiless, a broken brain in a broken jar currently sitting in evidence lockup as we try to figure out what to do with him. I drain the last of the coffee and lean back in my chair. I feel something in my jacket poke me and I take them out. The four red hand crew playing cards left by Voxan at the four crime scenes. The queen of clubs, the queen of spades, the queen of diamonds, and the queen of hearts. The smell of her perfume still clings to them. But there's something else. Behind the perfume, a sharp vinegar smell. Invisible ink. I switch my eyes over to blacklight mode and written on each card in the familiar swirly handwriting of Voxanne Valentine is an address and a message for my eyes only. Shaking the static from my eyes, I lean forward and begin typing. I'll tell it all, just as it happened. The good and the bad. And maybe when this paperwork is done, I'll go for a drive. But in Knockout City, there's always more paperwork to do. I'm going to need some music.
5: Playing field recording, zero, zero, 00892. Catch me if you...